Shalom, I am Alan. And I am Leontine. Alan and I are professional tour guides, friends, and immigrants to Israel. In this podcast, we talk about everything Israel and our life here. I moved to Israel, fulfilling a lifelong dream after 30 years as a trial lawyer in Memphis, Tennessee. And I have a lot to say about my homeland. And I was born in Holland, then lived and worked as a licensed tour guide in France and ended my journey living and working in Israel. Yalla, let's go! Hello, Leontine. Shavua Tov. Uh, good week to you. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah? Yep, just hot. Summer, summer, summertime. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Are you uh, you wanting to leave the country because it's too hot? Uh, not yet. I can't, st- I can't start thinking about that yet because I'm going to be leaving. So mm-hmm. if I start thinking about it now, then right. I'll be dreading uh, the next couple of weeks. But but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'll be leaving to as uh, for summer to normandy but you know with the with the global warming warming actually it's now very very hot also in normandy you know before it was nice uh, it's still wonderful to go there but uh, you were sure that you were going to wear pullovers in the evening and so on but now uh, it's it's hot everywhere uh, you know i uh, i haven't seen the numbers for july but in june it said mm-hmm. it was the hottest month on uh, r- recorded history yes um, and we were we were not we were not uh, spared the heat here in Israel. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, you go out. People ask me that I've been guiding. They say, "Why is it always hazy?" You know, and when you go now down to the Dead Sea and you look off towards the mountains of Jordan, and oftentimes you can't see the mountains. Yeah. And they say, "Is that pollution?" And I say, "It's po- you can call it pollution. Dust. It's it's the dust coming from the Sahara. Yeah. And it's just it gets trapped by all this this heat." But, you know, enough complaining. Yeah. Enough complaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was your week where you were hot. I, I was hot, but but I do want to mention this week uh-huh. because uh, my guiding, it's really a big part of the, the guiding right now and the storytelling because we're in the middle of what's called the 10 days. Uh, on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, it's going to be uh, Tisha B'Av. Uh, Tisha B'Av mm. is the ninth, of, ninth day of the uh, month of Av which is the date commemorating the destruction of the first temple mm. and the date of the destruction of the second temple in the year 70 um, in the common era or yeah. AD. Um, so it's, it's, you know, as we've been in this period, we call it the, we're in the nine days and before that, I mean, sorry, the 10 days. And before mm-hmm. that we were in the three weeks yeah. uh, and the three weeks was commemorating the date, uh, the 17th of Tammuz that the, the walls of, Jerusalem were breached by the Romans leading up to the destruction. So it's and just stopped sacrificing in the temple. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just been a period where you can tell the, these stories. I mean, we tell the stories all the time about the yeah. first temple, the second temple, the Romans conquered Jerusalem and destroyed Jerusalem and the temple. And then you go to Masada and you talk about the, the cleanup operation after the destruction of the temple. So we just happened to be in that period where we can talk about uh, the celebration. And of course, on uh, Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, many Jews will be commemorating the day. It's a sad day. They'll be sitting on the floor and, and, and learning and uh, praying and also fasting. It's a, yeah. it's a fast day. Will you fast? 
I don't typically. The only fast day for me is uh, Yom Kippur. That's a Torah fast. All yeah. the others are yeah. rabbinic fast. So. Right. Oh yes, you don't do this. Uh, so I I I fa- I kind I kind of fast because Shlomo fasts. So I I'm not going to eat you know in front of him. So but I I hate fasting. You know it's it's for me it's a tor- torture. So um, yes yes it's a it's a difficult time. I will be fasting in in Normandy, which is even more difficult because uh, you fast from the moment the sun goes down until uh, the sun goes down the next day and in the summer in normandy the sun goes down very very late so <laughs> so sometimes we decide to keep the israeli times just because it makes no sense to fast until 11 in the evening but um, yeah it's a sad uh, period but uh, you your clients are mostly jewish clients tourists that you're uh, guiding uh, uh, they're they're mixed oh. they're mixed and okay. i tell the same same okay. stories but no okay. the the people that i'm guiding uh, now are not uh, okay. observing okay. the holiday, but it's nice to tell the stories. Yes. Well, yes, nice. I mean, it's nice and important. Yes, it's, uh, that's it's true. part of the, the calendar. It's yes, part of what's true. going on here. That's true. Uh, and so, I would say 50% of the country kind of really yeah, uh, recognizes the day yes. and, and 50% probably do not. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, so, so tell me about your week. So yeah, I had um, an American couple um, with uh, their two children. And they wanted to be picked up at the airport and start touring right away. And um, they, you know, they arrived in the morning at uh, nine or ten, maybe. Their plane was a little bit delayed, so they, you know, so I don't. Yeah, I already. I always. How do, how can you do it? You get off the plane and you start touring right. And of course you can't. So, I mean, some people can, but in general, it's really really hard. So uh, we visited a lot, but in the same time, um, everywhere I went, it was my fastest tour ever because the they just couldn't. They were so tired that they couldn't stand and listen. You know, they didn't have the when you have not slept for the whole night and on top of that you have the jet lag it's just impossible so uh, i've i've got i've shown them a lot but never ever have i gone everywhere and left everywhere so quickly <laughs> so i put i set a record they were very nice people really nice people um and when we finished they i i don't know they probably just went to the hotel and crashed they did have a dinner reservation for that evening i don't know how they were going to do it but uh maybe also very quickly uh, who knows but so that was my I, I i don't know how you americans do that because you're american you probably uh, they all do it and you yeah. you prepare yourself for it and and i also uh, usually when i pick people up at the airport and they've done that long flight yeah. i actually i actually hit the ground running yeah uh and i i tell people or at least i recommend that let's just do it get it through because you need to Right. You, you need to go to bed uh, at at bedtime. Yeah. Israeli time. Otherwise, you're going to wake up in the middle of the but night. They, and they have no memory of what they have seen or heard. I mean, it's not uh, possible. You know, you do a dance. You do a jig. You have candy for the kids and yeah. you, you just try and figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Oh, and, it's... Of course, but you, you did the right thing. You you you, do, you went on with the, the program and the show must go on. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, but the show might be a little, a uh, little slower, yeah, a little or quicker, or quicker. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, but less, not slower. But it I, might be abbreviated, the cliff notes. Yeah, but I just need to go home and shower. This <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm full of admiration for the your you Americans who can do it. I, wow, I thank you. I would not be able thank to do you. this. So that was, yeah. So that brings us to our topic because these people, they arrived at Ben Gurion Airport. Is that, that what inspired, our, is, that in, is that what inspired the topic today? No. When no, you chose I, the topic? I think the, the airport is so unique in, so, in many ways that I thought this was a topic. The do's and don'ts of uh, Ben Gurion. What do we like? What don't we like? What do we recommend? What's, uh, what are the secrets? You didn't finish. Ben-Gurion what? Airport. Ben-Gurion Airport. Airport. True. At airport. Which the, the name in Hebrew always... Um, do you remember the name in Hebrew? It's, it, it's the harbor... Um, ah, it will come back to me. Well, we say stay too far. Um, or Natbag. Natbag. Na, yeah, there are lots of names. Yes, uh, we have lots of names yes. that I had to learn because the yeah. the drivers would say to me, "Oh, we're going to Natbag," yes. and I'm like, well, "Where's Natbag?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is just uh, a Ben Gurion Airport. Yes, abbreviated. Yes. Or we're going yeah. to stay too far. Stay too far. There, there. But Ben Gurion, and so Ben Gurion Airport is located between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Um, yeah, pe people, by the way, because mm -hmm. I always get people, they call me and say, okay, well, we're, we're flying into Tel Aviv. Yes. I want to make sure everybody understands when you fly into Ben Gurion International Airport, you're not flying into Tel Aviv, you're flying between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. It just happens to be a little closer to Tel Aviv. Mm -hmm. And uh, so people refer to it as the yeah, Tel Aviv airport. I guess it's also political because some countries don't, don't recognize Jerusalem as the capital. So anyway, it's um, it's Tel Aviv. It's true. When you, you type in the airport and then it's Tel Aviv, you see, because Ellen said, like, what in the world are we going to talk about? You'll see there's a lot to talk about. So it was originally called Lod. I remember when I was little, it was called Lod. Uh, and for a long time, when I started as an adult traveling to Israel, it would be Lod still, or and then ben, Lod and Ben Gurion, yes, and then the Lod disappeared. So Lod is the name of a city that is very close by. It was the airport was um, uh, built by the British, and then when the the state of Israel was born, I, you know, Israel inherited the airport. And then later they changed the name into Ben Gurion, David Ben Gurion, who was the first prime minister, and really like the um, the the founder of the state of Israel, you could say. Now um, there are th this is a very very special airport. First of all, it's beautiful. I have to say it's it's a for instance Schiphol. It's uh, it's really when you enter the airport. She means uh, sheephole. Sheephole. Sheephole sheep for, for the Americans. Okay. When you enter the airport, frankly, it's it, inside. It's ugly. It's it's um, uh, concrete, and it's really it's not beautiful. France airports that I know really well, they make an effort because France is all about beauty and so on. But I have to say, Ben Gurion is a beautiful airport. They have the the limestone. They've everywhere. made it with the, the Jerusalem, the beautiful uh, yes. Jerusalem stone, stone with everywhere. some of the pink and reds going right. through the stone. It's super efficient, but <laughs> always a but. My always. my cynical friend. Okay, so the the um, shopping is terrible. Very, very, very expensive. Very expensive. And um, 
the restaurants are also really, really not great. Um, and when you arrive, because when you arrive from Europe, you often arrive on charter, not like uh, regular lines. You know, you have all these companies that are low cost, low cost. Uh, and then you have to take uh, the plane, leaves you somewhere far away, and then you have to take a bus. <laughs> and the, and, the, and the, you, then you realize that actually the, the, the territory of Ben-Gurion is very big because the airport is not that big. And you're on the bus for a long time before you finally... That's one of the... But otherwise, it's super, super efficient. I, I want to make sure that everybody understands that's the European experience. For the uh -huh. Americans, we're flying on the big, uh, yeah. big, big planes. Spoils. And you go straight to the gate. Yes. You get off the plane. Yes. And, you're, right. and you don't go shopping. No, you go shopping when you, you leave. You go shopping when you leave. Yes, you yes, you yes. go straight through. Yes. So, uh, no, so don't don't listen to her. Okay, so first the positive points. Efficiency, right? I, I don't know any airport that is so efficient as Ben Gurion. Okay? When you guys, when you travel light, you don't check in luggage. You don't uh, you, there is a specific counter for those who don't travel with luggage where you have a short uh, security interview. And that's it. And then everything afterwards is automized. Um, so uh, you you go through the, uh, you know, you have to have your luggage uh, checked in the machine and then you go through customs or through the police control, which is all automatic. So there's no line or anything. And that's it. I, I also know as a matter of fact that anyway, when you are traveling the security is already checking the identity of everybody, which means that um, before, when you arrive at the airport, they already know that you are okay or that there might be a doubt, which means that when you are okay, it goes boom, 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 and you're in the shopping mall, <laughs> you know, waiting for your plane. Coming back is the same, except for that European sit on the bus for a long time going from the plane to the gate. But once you're in the airport, you go through the police control, which is with machines, so it's very fast. Uh, if you didn't check any luggage, you're out of the airport. From the moment you get off the plane and you're at the train station, which is exactly in front of the... There's no walking. There's It's exactly in front of the exit of the airport. You can do it, in if it's fast, in 15, 20 minutes. If it's a bit long, it's half an hour, which is incredible. I think don't think there's any other airport where it's so fast. Um, so th that's uh, my publicity for. Um, no, yeah, for I, I I landed uh, several weeks ago, coming back from the U.S., and from the time the plane landed landed until the time that I was in Jerusalem, uh, pulling up to my my apartment was less than an hour. Yeah, wow. it, it was incredible because it, I, first of all, I love. I love flying to Israel because mm -hmm. I'm coming home. Mm -hmm. uh, the first thing you do is you're flying because if you're on a window seat, yeah. you get to see the coastline, the entire yes. coastline of Israel. You get to see, because usually the flight path is right over Tel Aviv. Yeah, You see Tel Aviv, you see the foothills of Jerusalem, you Samaria, land. Samaria, you go over Samaria. Yeah. yeah, and then when you land... What does everybody do? Usually they, they clap. Yeah, they all clap. They, they all clap. Cute. Yes. And then we get off. So you get off the plane, you deplane, you disembark. 
you go to the bathroom. From the bathroom, you go through passport control. And today, passport control is just put, taking your passport and putting on a on a screen. All of it's biometric and all of it's uh, very quick. You hardly ever have to wait in line anymore. You no, well, you have, you have often it's people who have never done it, so then... They <laughs> might get confused, but there are people standing there telling you... Yeah, not uh, the, o- the only problem is if you don't have a digital... If you don't have yeah. a biometric passport, then you might have to go to the window and wait in line. Mm. But if you have the biometric, you go through yeah. passport control. You go into the... To get your luggage, if you ha- checked your luggage, you come out into the rivals hall and right there you're at the either the taxi the sherut which are the shared taxis that'll take you to tel aviv or jerusalem mm-hmm. or the train which is yeah. one one floor down you get yeah. on the train and you can get to tel aviv in 11 minutes and to jerusalem in 20. 22 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. True. so i think it's yeah. i think it's great that's leaving yeah what about coming what about coming back to the airport when you're flying out of out of israel when you're when you are, yes, yeah, so departing. The, so it's very fast as well. Of course, uh, personally, I always arrive way too early. This is our eternal discussion uh, with Shlomo. <laughs> you say I don't say my sweet Shlomo now because he always wants to leave uh, the latest as possible. I always want to leave earlier. I guess that's, uh, but um, it's very, very, very fast as well, especially if you don't have any luggage. Because, um, like I said, you don't need to go to uh, the you know the check-in counter. That's the thing abroad. When you are abroad and you are flying to Israel, you have to go. They won't give you the boarding pass online. You have to go to the counter for security reasons because they haven't figured out abroad how to deal with security issues apparently. Whereas here they have. So here you you get. Your, Whatever, wherever you're going, you get your boarding pass, and then uh, you just uh, go to this specific counter. Again, boom, boom, boom. Security uh, interview. It's a few minutes, and then you're through. Yeah, but, but then, I, I disagree with Shlomo. But go ahead, finish, and I'll come back to my disagreement with Shlomo. Ah, you also also want to leave? Uh, I, and I, I'm not. I am not. I, I am not one to leave too early for anything uh-huh. but i do want to be on time yeah uh, he also he wants to be on time but in this <laughs> in this world that we live in mm-hmm. and at ben Gurion airport while it's very efficient mm-hmm. um and most people that i'm guiding when they're leaving israel they they are checking their luggage yeah. because they're here for 10 days nine days two weeks and they don't have just a carry-on yeah and you have to go through a pre-screening. You get to the airport. Mm-hmm. Number one, you want to go to the kiosk to get your the your seventeen percent value-added tax refund yeah. for purchases you made over a hundred dollars. And then you have to go through the pre-screening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that line, uh, and it depends on when you're going uh, to the airport. And by the way, folks, <laughs> when you go to Ben Gurion Airport, it doesn't matter whether it's the middle of the day or the middle of the night. Yeah. Day is night and night is day. It is a 24 uh, 7 airport, and you're there in the three o'clock in the morning, and it's going to feel like Very busy. 12 o'clock midday. Yeah. yeah. So you never know when it's going to get backed up. Mm-hmm. So I always recommend that three hours. Three hours. Yes. I mean, it just, it's but for just. for yourself, if you're, you don't have luggage. Yeah, because I, I just don't want to worry about ah, it anymore. I'm the same. I, I don't want to worry about, yes. I, I don't need the stress mm-hmm. of walking into Ben Gurion Airport and seeing that there's. 50 bus loads of tourists that just got off and are checking in on the same flight that I'm mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And, and okay, so it t- might take two hours 
and you're boarding an hour before because you board an, yeah. the international flights board an hour before the flight. Mm-hmm. So I just don't need that stress. Right. I'm ready to get to the uh. sc- get screened, get checked in, and then get through security, get the <laughs> and then go shopping. And yes. I don't mind the shops, and I I I enjoy getting my last falafel or shawarma before I. I head off to America okay. and uh, get on the plane and go nighty night. Okay, okay. So, so no, I that's the, I think that's the weak point. So the shops are. Uh, so you arrive in this beautiful uh, hall where there is like a fa- water coming from the ceiling. That's not always working. In the beginning it was, but now it's often uh, not working. So that's, and then you have all these shops around that are crazy expensive, like really two times more expensive than in uh, the rest of the country and already the country is very expensive but in the airport it should be without the taxes so it should feel cheaper but there it's everything is two mi- minimum two times nothing more expensive. nothing is cheap nothing but there it's even more have, have you ever bought any because you can vi- buy it tax-free like uh, refrigerators and yeah uh, i bought uh, my electronics my aids is, uh, i bought it from there because I, but, anyway. but it was cheaper because you didn't pay the 17 well, tax i don't know anyway i want i wanted it so badly that i i decided to buy it there um i'd never get the falafel and the shawarma and i, I what about the sushi the sushi it's not kosher or aroma aroma cafe it's kosher yeah i don't yeah i i, I don't want to stand in line i'm i'm very difficult aroma you have to stand in line and what so about the salmon sandwiches and the kiosk uh, near then, the fountain yeah, so we usually get a sandwich and and then i i'm pesting because it's expensive <laughs> you know you're so, so dutch i'm so exactly i'm greedy so uh yeah yeah, yeah i guess that's it's my dutch uh, side that comes out so that's i think they sh- i always thought they have to change this and what do i read in the newspaper that they're going to add 26 restaurants and shops or something so yeah 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 so it's getting better um and uh, last but not least, I have to say that um, when you go with, uh, when you are older, you cannot walk or anything. You have very, very nice people that help you. And they have these little golf carts that they bring these people all around in the in the airport. Um, so that's, the, no, it's basically, it's a great airport. I j- personally the do's and don'ts when i say don't don't go shopping there that's my only uh, advice i gotta tell you it's pretty, pretty impressive you had more do's than than don'ts yes. you're very positive about yes, the yes, yes. you're very no, it's you're very sweet on the ben green airport true true i think i think they upped i think covid uh-huh. Um, up their game they, they because they struggled through COVID. Yes, but the, even when when you had to test, uh, when you came back and you had to test in the airport, it was very fast also. It was, but it was they amazing. got, they greased the wheel. I mean, they yes. got they got more efficient yes. um, through that experience yeah. because it's, it's just surprising to me mm-hmm. the last three or four times I've flown yeah. how efficient they've, yeah. they've been. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. That's that's so uh, uh, yeah. And then um we have a question. Uh it was from one of my Dutch uh, tourists who was here for a week and um uh, he was staying here in the area where I live in uh, near Catamon and he was surprised. I I met him again on Sunday and he said, "How come I saw not uh, on the other days but on Friday I saw everywhere people selling flowers." 
Like, what, what is it? Why are you selling flowers on Friday while all the shops are closing and so on? So I thought that was a cute question. No, that is a sweet question yes. because it's... Yes, uh, the answer it's, is sweet. No, it's, it's so obvious. I mean, you, you don't... All of a sudden, Friday morning, you wake up and if you go anywhere in Israel, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be in Jerusalem. It's all over Israel. Yeah. All over the highways, every corner, uh, near every bus stop, near every train station, there's somebody... Uh, selling flowers. They've got the buckets and the containers Mm -hmm. uh, filled with flowers and they're selling them on the street corners. Mm. Uh, The reason is, of course, Friday is is Shabbat. It's the beginning of uh, Shabbat, the Sabbath, um, our holiest day on the calendar where we're getting ready uh, to have a a festival meal on Mm -hmm. Friday night and festival lunch on Saturday. And it's a special, special day. It's kind of, I've mentioned before in our previous podcast for, for Christians, it's kind of like Christmas or Easter uh, and for Americans, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, on Friday night. So uh, most people, uh, I don't want to sound male chauvinist, but the men of the house on yes. their way home uh, um, always try to bring home flowers. Yeah, uh, It's not Valentine's Day. Uh, it's Valentine's Day every Friday, but it's kind of <laughs> like that. Yes, for Shabbat. Yeah. So everybody brings home flowers to put on their their Shabbat table. Yes. Um, and it's such a wonderful uh, custom and tradition. Uh, and I'm glad you noticed. Um, but it's every Friday. Yeah. And uh, and good question. Thank you. You're welcome. So that was it. So we'll speak to each other again in two weeks. Yes. Everybody have a good week. Thank you for listening to Yala Israel. Send your questions by email at yalaisraelpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at yalaisraelpodcast. This podcast was made possible with the help of Leah Kramer, our editor, Elliot Musses, our musician, and Shai Aloni, our cover art designer.